It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday, gang. Welcome, of course, to the Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, Andy Goldstein. And game day returns on Talksport, and it's the FA Cup fourth round. We kick off with live commentary. Kidderminster Harriers, of course, a rugby team, against West Ham. That one's at half past 12. We'll hear from David Moy shortly, but first, his Kidderminster boss, Russell Penn, Sean's brother. He spoke to Alan Brazil and Ray Parler on The Breakfast Show yesterday, and of course, he's buzzing for the clash. The town and the community has just come together. Like you said, the windows are full of, of posters, the flags are out, the balloons are out. The club's just gone mad for the last four weeks and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great honour to be leading the team out. Yeah, and it's all about financial as well, Russell, isn't it? I mean, it would massively help the club with, if you can have a good cup run. I think most uh, non-league clubs or whatever position you're in, second division, they, they really want a big club. And West Ham are obviously flying at the moment. Um would you rather had it at a London stadium or you're happy to have it at home? Um, from a selfish point of view, I think I'd rather have it at home. I think yeah. it could have been. It might be a cricket score if we went away from home, but I think we've got much more of a better chance here. Um, like you said, financial-wise, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, when, when I sat down with the chairman at the start of the season, we didn't even budget on getting through the, the first qualifying round just because you can't. Um, so to get to the fourth round proper, we've won, seven, we've, won, we've won seven games to get to this point now. Um, seven, so, Russell. Yeah, when, seven, when, yeah. when was that? That first August, round, isn't it? Something yeah, like August, start of season, almost, isn't it? Yeah, we played first weekend of September. Amazing. A local team called Sporting Calsa. Um, tough game actually on a three G pitch. And you're thinking, well, if, if only we knew what was ahead of us six months later. Well, I, I would hope that we would always give uh, any club the respect, and in many ways, I think you have to give give the the players and the teams in the lower leagues even more respect. Because with respect, you might not know uh, all the players. You might not know exactly their, their stadium, how it looks, uh, all those situations. So I think you have to do even more work on it. Be prepared as, as well as you possibly can be. And, uh, you know, we we had done a good job against Leeds United in the first game. So we need to make sure that we, we do a good job in this round of the Cup. All the draws we've had this season have been hard in the Cup. Whether it been the Carabao Cup, whether it been Europe. It's now in the FA Cup. And I put Kerry Minster in that category as well. It's it's a it's a tough game for us. Now from 8pm tonight, TalkSport will bring you live and exclusive coverage of the highly anticipated fight between Chris Eubank Jr. and Liam Williams from the Motor Point Arena in Cardiff. Gareth A. Davis, Adam Catchell, Spencer Oliver and Andy Clark will bring you commentary and all the analysis from the Welsh capital. And ahead of the fight, we can hear from both boxers, starting with Chris Eubank Jr. 
he's got two hands and, and two gloves, you know, and he's throwing punches at me. Those are the threats. But, uh, you know, I've trained too hard. I've dedicated myself for too long to let a guy like this um, take anything away from me. That's the key. Stay calm, stay composed. Don't burn your energy on the bull, on the hype, on the trash talk, you know. All of that, none of, none of that's going to affect the fight. All the words have been said now. Now it's just up to me to go in there and do the business. So, yeah, I'm calm. I'm, I'm ready. He clashed from, from the moment I set eyes on him. Didn't like him and I, never, I knew that I never would like him, you know. The fight sells itself. It's, you know, it's obviously going to be a great matchup. Um, it's going to be full of action. Um, you know, the place is, is sold out already, so I don't need to sell the fight. But um, the dislike between myself and, and Chris is, is, you know, real. I I don't say I hate many people, but I do hate them. I can't stand the guy. Now, last night, the FA Cup fourth round got underway as Manchester United lost to Middlesbrough. Oh, dear. Here's how the action sounded on TalkSport. It's Ilanga against Lumley. Oh, he's missed it! Over the bar! Anthony Ilanga, the villain! And Middlesbrough have knocked Manchester United out of the FA Cup! Rotten. The club is rotten. The players are rotten. The Glazers are rotten. The bo- What's Dan Fletcher doing on the bench? What in hell is he doing? Mm. What is going... We... Yes, forget about the penalty. Yeah, I don't think it was... I think it was on ball. But let's forget that. We have the chances to win the game. Yeah. And it's poor decisions by the, the players on that pitch tonight. Then well, you're it should, it shouldn't come down to that handball anyway, should it? It should never come down no, to that handball. No. no. Well, got, you see Sancho in the second, he was injured and he was running around like he couldn't, he couldn't even move. Yeah, he, put, he, he carries on and played him for another 10 minutes. Yeah. That's a poor decision on the manager. And we didn't buy a player in the, in the transfer window in midfield where we desperately need some more players and he didn't do it. And went out there saying, our oh, season's over. In February, it's over. Now, Tottenham Hotspurs host Brighton and Hove Albion later on in the FA Cup. That game will be live on TalkSport 2 at 8pm. We can hear from the Spurs boss, Antonio Conte. He's been speaking with TalkSport's James Savundra, or Savvy, to his friends. Hi, Antonio. You said it was strange that you let so many players leave on loan. Were you expecting to lose that many players? Before to, to arrive to Tottenham and uh, to read to read the squad, to read the list of the players of the squad. And uh, you consider the players that you had in the squad and uh, all the players uh, are important players, no? Because uh, Dombele, we paid uh, a lot, Dombele. And uh, it was the same for Rochelle, so it was the same for, for Gil. And then uh, only when you stay into the situation, you understand uh, very well which is the best, uh, the best solution for, uh, for the club, for the players in this moment. And uh, for, for sure to lose for players in, uh, in January, I repeat, is not normal. Then uh, the decision, uh, uh, we share the, de- the decision with the club, uh, also uh, with, the, with, with, with the players. But it means that uh, something wrong happened in the past. Do you think that your squad is stronger or weaker after this transfer window, and what do you think is possible for this team now this season? I think for sure now we are we are more complete. The squad is more complete because we covered the, the role that uh, uh, if happened an injury, uh, I was uh, 
in uh, great difficulty, I was in trouble. And uh, for sure now is more uh, complete the squad. And um, we tried to uh, to fill uh, uh, the right role with the one midfielder, Rodrigo Bedancourt, and uh, uh, and uh, Deki Kulusevski. Kulusevski can play as number 10, uh, but also he can play as a as wing back. And I think uh, now we are more complete than uh, than, uh, uh, than than before. And, uh, now it's time to work, to work very hard, uh, to to try to improve. Now the Six Nations Championship gets underway, and Scotland host England at Murrayfield. That one's at four forty-five. Yesterday, Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs were live from Edinburgh and spoke to the legendary former Scotland fullback Gavin Hastings. Whenever Scotland playing at anything, we saw that in the summer. You know, the, their best performance they say for the game against England in the football, and and even in the cricket. They, we were talking to Carl Kurtz, and they beat England in cricket. Absolutely, but you know, isn't that what rivalries, sporting rivalries, is all about? And it, it you know, it brings out the best. Uh, you know, and sport is just it's it's synonymous with that, isn't it? And here we are on the eve of the game. You know, we can talk all we like, but we don't know what the result's going to be. We yeah. really do not know. And I think, you know, this is a pretty inexperienced England side, um, particularly in the backs. And, uh, you know, Scotland, yes, probably rightly are starting as slight favourites. But, I mean, we're playing the might of England. I played against England, I think, 11 times in my career. And I won twice. Yeah. Did I get drunk well, both those nights? So let me tell you, I did. <laughs> but, um, you know, two out of 11 is not a great return. Yeah. And these guys have done two out of the last four. So, you know, um, good on them. And uh, we'll certainly be going along to Murrayfield, all the Scottish supporters, expecting to see Scotland win, which is a great contrast to what we've been doing for much of the, the 2000s, quite honestly. Now this week, the International Olympic Committee revealed plans to revamp the Olympics just before half past eight. That's weird. Oh, I see. 2028. Introducing sports like surfing, skateboarding, sport climbing and of course kabaddi. And not including boxing, weightlifting and the modern pentathlon. That's weird. Yesterday, the boys spoke about the news on White and Jordan and Jim was not happy about the changes. The IOC, they make some decisions, don't they? Oh, it's all right. We're, we're all for innovation. Of course we are. Yeah. Uh, and especially when it comes to the Olympics. But yesterday, the IOC announced an initial programme of 28 sports for the Olympics in Los Angeles in 2028, where boxing, weightlifting and the modern pentathlon were not included. No boxing, no weightlifting, no modern pentathlon. Instead... What has been included, and no offence to anyone that follows esports, skateboarding, sport climbing. What is that? Is that when they climb up a wall? Yeah. And surfing. I mean, what is going on there? Can you imagine the Olympics in LA in 2028 without boxing, without weightlifting? These have been the special moments. What should define an Olympic sport? That's what it boils down to. Um, How can tennis be an Olympic sport? How can Justin Rose win an Olympic gold? No harm to him. How? And we finished with a bit of drive yesterday. Jack Wilshire joined Darren Bent and me on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show. Jack, of course, was, was with the Arsenal squad last week at their warm weather training camp in Dubai and spoke about his time there. How long are you training for when you go there? Uh, it varies. You have days where 
the lighter days than you are. So we trained um, Friday, Saturday with Sunday off. So Saturday was the harder day. Must have been harder than that heat. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, did you play a friendly over there? No. Oh, that's all. <laughs> that's it. Uh, well, you were actually asking. No, I haven't even gone to yeah, the question. Was it, was it first team or kids come as well? He said that earlier. You're not listening. It was about I'm, 17, I'm 18. Look at this. This is terrible, Ben. 17, 18 first team. Four or five young players and then me. When you were out there, mm-hmm. the Obama Yang scenario happened where, of course, he went to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you find out he wouldn't be travelling with you? When I got on the plane. Okay, how did you find out? He weren't on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> was there, was there like, whispers though? Like, oh, Aubameyang's not, he's not taking Aubameyang. Well, I'll tell you what, the manager was really good with the, the boys. So they played Sunday and then they could, you, all you had to do was report to Dubai on the Thursday. So they to the airport, only, you mean? In the airport? No, report to Dubai. So oh. a lot of the boys went over there early with their families. Oh, did they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you didn't fly out as a group? There was a, there was a flight going, all the staff, and there was me, Xhaka, a few others on there. Oh, okay. Is that unusual? Is that, that, that is really thing? unusual. Is it? That's good. I like that. Why is that good? Man, because he, he trusts the boys and he gives them some family time. He got the families involved. Okay. Did you take your family with you? No, I didn't. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you the truth. I asked my wife, I said, Would you want to come? Yeah. And she said, I couldn't think of anything worse than eight hours on a plane with a two year old and a three year old. Was she talking about you, one of my kids? <laughs> Well, that's it for the podcast. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Of course, Game Day returns today and TalkSport will have live commentary of Kidderminster against West Ham in the FA Cup. That one's half past 12. Burnley against Watford in the Premier League at six this evening. TalkSport 2 will have live commentary of Chelsea against Plymouth at half past 12. Everton against Brentford is at three and Spurs against Brighton. That one's at 8pm. TalkSport will also have live and exclusive coverage of Chris Eubank Jr. against Liam Williams. Coverage of that one begins at 8pm. I'm back on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar on TalkSport at 10pm on Monday night alongside the fun boy. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Till then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. Above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Flimsy staying slowing you down? Well... It's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress.